It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number six. Doctor Who and the Solarians. Solarians? Solarians. Cilantro. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Eddie? The TARDIS has been working properly and capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's like a person. The resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome to the Old Doctor Who Show. Uh, this is Dan, your host. This is Eric, your other host. And... Uh... Welcome back after a short break, folks. Yeah, it was a long break. It was the opposite of what you said. You said a short break. Uh, we missed last week, and this is 100% my fault. Yep. Because I did the East Coast Comic Con, and I How thought I that? could do it. It was fine. I got a lot of old uh, <laughs> Jack Kirby and <laughs> comic books. I got Commandy. I sold oh, some books. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. You know, it was a good I, don't time. Know if our, I don't know if all of our listeners know that you... Uh... You're a yep, comic book star. I, I make the uh, the comic books. This was in the East Coast Comic Con in the Meadowlands, New mm-hmm. Jersey. Not the not the stadium, but the Expo Center, which is you know sort of like a depressing. Was it a parking lot? It was just in a parking lot. It was had it outside a of your van. Outside, it was yeah. Comic Con in quotes. Uh, <laughs> it was mostly Spelled like me, me in the back of my van and a couple of guys. <laughs> just making it happen, making it rain. Where we it's just real throw indie. Yeah, we, it's real, we, but still, yeah. Tom Sharpling showed up. So that's yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I loaded a bunch of books in his hand. That was very exciting. That's cool. It was, dude. A, it was a good show. I uh, I had fun. What'd you do while I was doing that and not recording the podcast? I got a new dog. Mm. Yep. What kind of dog did you get? Uh, it's a rescue because I had to uh, pay back the fact person. that I bought my last dog. So yeah. Um, you know what? Say- I did. I did the same thing as far as buying a dog. Well, we've had our dog now for fourteen years, mm. and my mom had made me go, and I was like, I don't want to go there because it's a puppy mill dog. Right? That dog is straight up a puppy mill dog. It's like the worst part of a- a- animal cruelty. And there, I saw the dog, and I bought it, and I feel terrible. So, yep, I made yeah. the same mistake you did. Well, we did the same thing. We got. We got. We got a. A puppy mill dog, and he's Monster. awesome. But now we just got a we got another one. He's a a mix, but uh, <laughs> we were led to believe that he was going to be somewhere around like forty pounds, which is kind of you know a medium sized dog, right? Um, but based on what we think he is, a blue tick coonhound, <laughs> we think you could reach somewhere around eighty to ninety pounds. See, well, you could start doing reps with him and really get <laughs> really get ripped. See, that was like a bonus thing that you got by getting that heavy. Yeah, yeah, dog. he's he's a bowflex heavy <laughs> dog. So that's gonna be great. I'm getting ripped. <laughs> I'm gonna have guns. what gym do you go to? I got a yeah. I, I got a dog. SPC, I went to the SPCA. What? <laughs> So yeah, so I'm I'm going through dealing with a seven eight week old puppy right now, which is that is very cool. The worst part of everything. Hey, you're a good person, Dan, for getting hey. your adopting your dog. Thanks. They taste better. Good I on you. So yeah. Go, whoa. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. He's not a nice person. He's a monster. He uh, is a monster. I feel terribly guilty though that that my first dog was bought. Yeah, but your dog's awesome. It still needed a home. It needed a home, but you know it's just awful. Like my dog was extremely sick too from the minute 
we got the dog because yeah. they, they're ripped from their mothers so early. Yeah. It was like my dog had pneumonia, and I spent, like, most of her early years, like, in the shower, like, running steam, trying to get the dog back Aww. back on track. Yeah. Aww. But say, hey, hey, fans out there, go to the SPCA. Adopt a dog. You don't need to buy a dog. You don't need to feed into that machine. Or steal a dog from your neighbor. Or take a dog. It's and fine. Get at least two so you can get totally ripped. And then <laughs> and, jo- and then join and join me behind the old Kmart where I'll be selling comic books. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on. It's a good time. And then, so you're- yeah. Well, I was just gonna say after that I I watched a a crap ton of uh, classic Doctor Who because I know it's a long it is a long long it's a long thing it was seven parts seven parts yeah should we just jump into that yeah thing? let's let's jump in we'll talk about uh, Doctor Who and the Solarians Doctor Who and the Solarians let's do it Dan what do you think Doctor well, it's a possibility I suppose well whatever it is we must check up on it I'll be glad to go with you sir no, we'll all go. Except Miss Shaw. Oh, just a minute. I'm not going to miss all the No, Miss Shaw. Have you never heard of female emancipation? Liz, this time I think he's right. Your men will be armed, sir. Small arms, grenades, nothing very substantial. Mm. We'll be a bit short on firepower. That's typical of the military mind, isn't it? Present them with a new problem and they start shooting at it. Yes, well, I'll inform the director of my decision. It's not the only way, you know. Just blasting away at things. Oh, don't worry, Doctor. We'll make sure your prehistoric friends get the sporting chance. We won't shoot till we see the whites of its eyes, huh? We're back uh, now to tackle Doctor Who and the Silurians. I usually give the uh, synopsis, but Dan, I think we're going to mix things up. I think oh we're going to change things. People, are you yeah, ready for this? because I didn't do oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> I spent seconds writing this uh, synopsis, so it'll show. All right, so Doctor Who and the Silurians. This is... Uh, uh, season seven, uh, broadcast uh, in January of 1970. Uh, the writer was Malcolm Hulke. I'm not pronouncing that right. And the director was Timothy Combe. I might be pronouncing that right. And this is the producer is Barry Letts. So, brief overview. Um, a nuclear research facility is experiment, uh, experiencing trouble. Not only is the reactor not able to achieve its normal operating power output, but also engineers have been injured and gone mad with fear. Due to the nature of these problems, Unit is brought in to assist. So with the help of the Doctor and uh, Brigadier Leftwich Stewart and Dr. Liz Shaw, it's discovered that the trouble is caused by a subterranean alien race who late claimed the Earth as the original intelligent inhabitants. A struggle ensues that puts the fate of humanity in jeopardy. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so what do you think of this episode, Dan? I hated it. You... No, it was... <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was actually it was a good episode. It was... Uh... It was a long. It was a long, episode. and there's there's a lot. That's of the only problem plot with it. Points going on. I mean, there's the generally the yeah. thing with the Solarians, obviously, but then there's like you could have had a whole which doesn't which doesn't come in until the second or no, third episode. But then you have this whole other thing much later with like the the outbreak. Like there's the outbreak thing. There's the nuclear reactor breaking down part of the story. There's the weird right. alien part of the story that's killing people. There's the what's going on in the factory. You know, part of the story. There's the dinosaur in the beginning, yes. which sets the whole thing up. I mean, there there's a lot of disparate parts, um, and I think all of them were good on their own. It was seriously, it was just that it was so long. I think that if this had been paced like a modern episode and maybe been a two parter, it would have been awesome. I, see, I, I would even as, say like a, as, I think a four, like a solid four parter. This even in this, in, like in this, seven, I yeah. feel like those seven. Was that's long. a long haul for me. 
and it it wasn't that it was necessarily like a flabby episode. I don't think there's a lot of wasted no, time a in lot it. Of cool but stuff. maybe it just it just needed to be edited. Like maybe you didn't need yeah, all. And these in my things. personal life too, I was super busy and there was a lot going on. So it was, I did. Yeah. You know, for for all the but, ones to you know, do, that... it was like the worst one that I could have. Sure. Except, I mean, I think that that that's a problem with the episode too. Is you know, I'm I'm watching this, but I'm also uh, right now I'm catching up on X Files because of. Um, because I never watched it, and there's a great podcast that you should not listen to until after you finish this one, um, the X Files files. So I'm going through that, and and I will burn through those quickly because I want to jump back into them. This one just and yeah. and a lot of Doctor Who always. I just want to watch it. This one just it felt like yeah. homework at some points to to get it through did. it. And but it's not for any reason. The the acting was great. I I love I love this Doctor Doctor uh, uh, Pertwee is a great Let's Doctor. Th- Liz Shaw is yeah. even better she, in this. She's this awesome. Series. He's awesome. And I wanted to stop you because you do like Pertwee. And watching this, he reminded me so much of the current Doctor. Like we were always talking about. Uh, um, uh, don't the see first it. Doctor. Why can't I think of his name? My mind's from Hartnell. Yeah, but it's really a lot Pertwee. Like. The attitude that he has, the cape, like even like some of the cot, the cut, oh, like that, that okay. red cape. Okay. First off, like all the outfits, like she, first time we see Liz on screen, she's in like this really short skirt. He's working on the car, yeah. Bessie. And like he's, yeah. he, he's constantly, like he could honestly give a shit about anybody on the show. Like he's yelling at the yeah. Brigadier most of the time. He's yelling at all other characters. Like everyone else is a dope all around him. He's very like, like sassy. <laughs> Sassy with stuff where he's like, There you, you see, there you, see you this... are at last. <laughs> There's like that one line that he says, um But you see that as relating to like the, the current incarnation yeah, of the Yeah, I, I you, see, you see a lot with Capaldi, um, you know, because you talk about him being grumpy or whatever, but a lot of the their traits seems drawing more from Pertwee than uh huh. than uh the first doctor. I definitely see Hartnell. I definitely see Hartnell in in Capaldi's performance. I mean, I guess he's, it, he's constantly dr- Hartnell didn't really dressed, have he dresses people Hart- down all the time. Pertwee does. Yeah, that, that's true. And, and uh, Hartnell didn't really, at least in the episodes that we watched and reviewed, didn't have a whole lot of a sense of humor right. at all. I mean, some he, he warmed up a little bit, but at least initially he didn't. And uh, this current Doctor, as much as I have problems with the the choices. Um, that they've made for this doctor, he at least has a sense of humor, which Pertwee absolutely has. Um, even though he is dressing people down and he is, you know, uh, gruff, uh, whatever, but he is actually really funny right. he, too. He, and do you, um, so do you, are you a fan of the cape? <laughs> okay, so I know it was 1970, but did anyone rock around I in hope, full opera cape and ruffles? I hope so. Yes, I, I, I think oh. it's like him and the yard. I mean, the yard he looks birds. classy as hell. <laughs> he, de- it's definitely like an Austin Powers esque, um, but for real. Yeah, I, I like. It. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely lending that. That outfit definitely lends a sense of gravity yeah. to everything. He does. <laughs> but it's also ridiculous. I would totally take this and man seriously. Just, he must right, be a and this scientist. Is the second episode for him. <laughs> And I just love the fact the second, second series, yeah, second serial, but the second yeah storyline of him just yep. and he's 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 named the car Bessie like like he has this whole relationship with the car like the TARDIS again is not even a, a part of the show it's right. he's got this car Bessie and like uh, I love it he and also I think he has got the sonic screwdriver as well we had yeah, talked about say, that. He... Um, when that makes an appearance, so he mentions he's 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 tuning up Bessie and he's looking for a sonic screwdriver but can't find it. So I was wondering, is this the first no, time because, there's um, a reference to it? Because the last we have doctor it. had used it too. 
Oh, okay. So I was just reading a little bit on this uh, obscure website called Wikipedia. Don't. Um, <clears throat> so they were saying that the sonic screwdriver was first introduced in 68 and was regularly used throughout the right. second Doctor's tenure. I don't really recall that, but it, okay. Yeah. I, I remember that. Um, it became less prominent through the beginning of the third Doctor's tenure until 1977, and it was written out of the series in 82 for a while because it actually i guess it caused problems with the writing it does become a crutch and becomes too convenient especially yeah, it's, it's in the modern sort of series it's just like hey point. it can it can do everything now um but so so not only do we not have the sonic screwdriver we don't have the tardis um a lot of the the things that we as as modern viewers associate with the doctor are not there so we just have his wit his, his his wit and intelligence, and even to some extent, like we mentioned in the last last episode, we don't have all of his experience because he has some of his memory erased. Right. They don't. It doesn't. Yeah, they, come up. We don't really see that at all. I think that's more of just a, a writing <clears throat> tool, just to be able to kind of clear the deck and start again. But um, yeah, so a lot of what we know of the doctors is yeah, and that there. For, that when they do so investigate that business and i'm trying to think of the guy he's got one of the worst comb overs in the business, in the oh, business man. and he's so yes British. and, and that just... whole scene all of a sudden it felt, I, I should have uh researched this what year did this come out uh, was this 70. when did china syndrome come out like it just felt like they were doing a little mini china <laughs> syndrome like where they're talking about nuclear power and you know this thing's gonna blow up i'm gonna look this up right now yeah no i talking dan yeah, go for it. I mean, Do it. seventy-nine so, was China syndrome, and so what year is this? So this was not at seventy. So this, this is way is, ahead. This, no, this is so forget what I'm saying. They probably yeah. probably ripped this off. Totally, they must have ripped time machine. <laughs> yeah, that totally. was <laughs> totally it. Just uh, ignore that last. Yeah, ignore that last part. Ignore it. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the episodes so, are all over the place, and there's definitely a lot of you know the sexism that goes on in this like at one point i don't know yeah, what you're talking about where, with the where, short skirts no and the not that the, like that, that's be, what be i was secretary. talking about like when she she wants oh, to go fine. into the fine. into first off so the doctor fights this gets attacked by this giant uh dinosaur right clearly yeah. no man can handle this let alone woman and then when it goes time for them to uh explore liz is like yeah i'm yeah. coming they're like oh come on liz Come on, you're a girl. If, you can't you, do it. And she's like, "Oh, come on!" And she says yeah. something like, "You know, uh, why aren't why aren't women equal?" And they all sort of laugh right. just to you know just to sort of validate. Even she laughs. Yeah, like, just oh, I'm, I'm a stupid like, woman. We'll give you equality to a point, but <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so that was. A, but if tea isn't ready when yeah, we get that back, was a, that was a little much um, because yeah. she is such an interesting character, but also she she still feels a little held back. Um, no, I mean she's she's pivotal in the entire episode, all throughout it. I mean she's doing just as much. Well, not yeah. When they let her, she's, I mean they literally he takes true. all those other dopes. All those other guys get you know killed. Clearly, none of those can stand a chance against the giant monster that the doctor right. is aware. Well, of. to be fair, most of Unit is either staffed by twelve year olds <laughs> or sixty year olds, Port- portly sixty year olds. <laughs> So they're not really drawing from the cream of the crop. Yeah. I have a feeling she's just um, as capable as those. So dopes. that's all I'm saying, Dan. Sure, that's she's as capable as any idiot right. is. Um, so and we get a whole lot of uh, the brigadier in this episode too. He's central throughout the entire thing, and there's we see a lot of the tension between him uh, and the doctor, and also between uh, him and his costume. Yeah. Because it is so freaking ugly. It's it, it reminds me of. Uh, 
Star Trek first gener- uh, Next Generation first season, how they just have these onesies that they're wearing the whole time. And it was just super uncomfortable looking. They just it he just looks so costumey, and he had this baton that he just has to carry around all the time. Is that how people know that he's important? That he has his baton? They just he just I found myself watching him instead of listening to what he was saying right. or watching his performance, just watching him finger his baton. Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't know what hey, to do with it. If you're so, gonna have a baton, you might as well finger it. If you're gonna have it out, you're gonna hey have to play with it. Hey, um, I have the worst notes. I'm uh, gonna break the fourth wall here. I have guy on bed doing his poetry. Then oh, help yeah, me yeah. take my jacket off and jujitsu <laughs> chop. Those are the kind of yeah. notes that I've taken for this episode. I'm pretty sure that you're reading <laughs> from the script. So, so okay. I, so, I now remember the judo judo chop part. It's that guy with yeah, Baker. Yeah, this this was, that, that that's how, that's how he gets yeah. out of the room. Like hey, uh, Baker got he injured. Take my jacket off. He, yeah, he 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 fools one of the portly guards and. Uh, jiu-jitsu shops yeah. i'm not sure what um, guy on bed doing so, his poetry was <laughs> what was he doing no because he, he had something and he hit it underneath his pillow he was writing something and he hit it under his pillow I, yeah i yeah i don't know so one of the so in the beginning there's the whole thing with the dinosaur and that kind of leaves that that's how the first part the first episode ends and they they find one of the uh, the engineers yeah. had seen this dinosaur. They don't know they saw the dinosaur, but he got he goes yes. mad. And, and, and that that, that this, sort of established room. that that people are getting hurt and going crazy for a long time. Going and, crazy. Uh, power power the symptom uh, of this... outages. Right, they're losing these weird yeah. power. They're yeah. losing power. Um, they're not sure why they can't figure it out. But this the symptom of his madness is that he was drawing yes. on the wall like caveman. a caveman. And the doctor diagnoses this like this is, of course, that's what's right. going to happen. He's regressed to a caveman state. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of it doesn't make any any sense. Like as far as like the no the uh, the garage door opener that they point at people's heads, and then somehow that that erased like that <laughs> attacks your brain or or something. Sometimes it sometimes kills it you. Sometimes it opens doors. It sometimes it kills you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they make mistakes and they kill you when they meant to open the door. Oh man, it happens. It's good stuff. I mean, um, a lot of the stuff was very int- like I like the whole Silurian period um, as far as you know them. And I'm we're, we're jumping all over the place, but the fact that they saw the moon yeah. approaching the Earth, this was going to be a cataclysmic event. Um, then they decided they were going to go into hibernation, not realizing that. Okay, wait, wait. Explain that to me because I, I to, to I thought that they were I thought they were on the moon. No, this is. This is what I think happened, and and please, or I thought their planet became listeners, the moon. Or listeners, listeners, okay, please I'm, write I'm, in. But I think is like at the point that the moon was formed, uh, yes. we were hit with some kind of asteroid. There was a cataclysmic type event, and, and the moon was right. formed out of ours, or maybe the moon was going to attack Earth. And oh, Earth right, right, it, okay. It was so trapped is... in an orbit, so they saw that as, gotcha. oh my God, it's we're not. It's going to be uninhabitable. And they went underground right. waiting to come out. Oh, okay. That makes you know, a lot When they more came sense. out, it turned out they could have, you know, come out a long time ago. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Dr. Liz Shaw's line is uh, female emancipation. I, yes, 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 yes. Female exactly. By saying, and she goes, female emancipation. And then they all laugh. Like, oh, to a point. Like, we will humor you. This is and this is basically uh, society is uh, opinion of the female rights movement at the time too is that's cool to a point but let's men are right. in charge of everything not really. a lot's changed Dan um so anyway the, uh, no, it's all the same. Th- one thing I will say is the Silurians have 
like some of the best walks in the business. Like the, the actors portraying them because if they can't move their they can't quite move their head and they just have the best walks that I've ever seen where they're not walking into the sets where the the sets are <laughs> shaking. They're kind of like running out of trust. rooms and breaking through sets. Oh, it was good stuff. Not only do they have the best walks, though, I, I think what was happening is that we had actors in the costumes, yeah. and then we had people voicing. So in order for the actors to show that they were the quote-unquote talking, they yeah, had got, to kind well, of gotta, move their entire bodies while speaking. you got to sell that. you got to make it They sold it to the back did, rows. Did you also notice it just felt like the super cheap – Not uh, cheap's the wrong word, but like the unit base <clears> felt like – it was like a high school play, the set of a high school play, like with okay. red drapes. Like when like, they're in the nuclear yes. research room, yes. the main room that we're that we see, there's no glass no. separating the one <laughs> no, level there from is, the other. There's no <laughs> radiation, not a concern. But there's supposed to be. Yeah. Like we're supposed to think there is because in the <laughs> beginning, the guy who's running it. He he uses this most ridiculous uh, microphone system to call a, uh, one of the research assistants yep. over, and she's literally <laughs> three feet behind yes. him in yep. the room behind, and there's no, no glass there. But it has a, a loudspeaker thing. It's all... So and they keep going, opening and closing this door to go between when they could have just stepped through it because there's, there's no clearly glass. no glass there. But, but when they're in sort of like trying to siege mode or whatever, and there's like that main intelligence room, there's like red drapes and like a raised stage it looks like and i kept imagining the camera would pan out and it would be an audience of like high school kids waiting for the waiting it's, yeah, it's all see, some kind of elaborate yeah, you see a basketball court on the ground <laughs> like the, when the harlem globetrotters couldn't show up for for uh the pep rally they got you know the cast of doctor who to, to reenact this <laughs> weird thing yeah you can see you know, oh, high school man. pennants on the top best wall yeah in the it, business, it, though. it yeah, I mean, and and the suits themselves. I, I like the overall design of the Solarians. Yeah. Like on paper, that probably looked really good, but they were such <laughs> rubber masks, and and it was a a yeah. coat and pants. Like it was. So I wasn't sure. Are these Solarians wearing clothes <laughs> at that point, look this, like reptiles? Uh, like, it's funny you should say that because at one point the headpiece of the Solarian rides up and up, and you see like. The white underneath it that's clearly, like, the, I guess the Velcro or whatever it was holding the head on. Because I was looking yeah. at it, I'm like, oh, is that part of the character design? No, that's just the tag. It almost looks like the tag of where they bought, <laughs> they bought <laughs> the helmet. Oh, it was awesome. And the Doctor, too, in this whole sh show, makes a series of questionable, like, decisions of, like, what? Uh -huh. what like, he finds the... And I, I can't remember the guy's name. The the original scientist that's dealing with the Solarians with the promise of yeah. this information. When he's, oh, man, I forgot there yeah, is that, that whole, that whole thing. thing. When he's killed. He's uh, killed. The doctor yeah. finds it, but he keeps it to himself. Yeah. Then later, yep. when his wife comes in to announce he's dead, he does this awesome look. That's not his wife. That's oh, his it, assistant. Wasn't it his wife? It was his assistant. You're right. Okay. No. Just, I mean, I maybe they had something. Going on. That's all I'm saying. Hey, yeah. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Involved a Solarian outfit. Um, but he does this awesome thing where he like looks to Liz and he's like, "Oh shit, they found they they found the bot." Like he wasn't going to tell anybody that this guy who has family and friends who's worked with these people a year is straight up dead in a room. Like they got to get the body fair, out of there. I don't there. think it's anyone hot did. in there. He didn't have family. No he's, one liked him. He's no already one was running miss him. the temperature up. He must have stunk that poor guy. And then also the end. <laughs> what is his goal? His goal at the end is to like simulate uh, a nuclear meltdown. 
in the hopes that they oh, we're jumping ahead that, to the end. Doesn't matter. In the hopes that it just <laughs> within this theme of him him taking chances. Yes. yes that they're yes, like, uh, yes. should we kill him? Nah, let the let them nope. die. By the like, if they didn't say that and they just shot him, the whole plan would have been, you know, that was his plan was to hope right. that they don't kill him. Like, it was like, right. I guess they had no other options. Oh, doctor. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's. <laughs> Remember, he gets captured. Um, there was another another uh, uh, unit guy that was also captured. So they're in these cages, and he talks him himself out of the cage. He talks them into letting him out by saying, "Please." Yeah. He literally. That's what happens. <laughs> the, no, 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 and they got to keep him here. And then he says, "Please," and they let him out. Like there's, yeah, it, they just need to move the plot ahead it, a couple of points where they're just like, All right, I did like the complexity too of the plot. I mean, it wasn't so, you know cut and dry. They're bad. We're good. You know, mm. you could tell that the two societies were were both good in their own ways and bad in their own ways. Trying to and, get that and more, to work more than that, together, but more than that, there was there was complexity within the slurs. Yes, because yep. there was the yep. leader who was who was all about okay, let's try to work this out. Let's see if it can even work. But then he got usurped by the other guy who killed hey, him. Can with we the talk about opener. the garage door of the guy who killed him? Because at one point, yeah. like he threatens another Silurian, like with his crystal, he's gonna. Mi- it's like. You also have a crystal, and you, you all have crystals. You could just attack no. each other's brains. <laughs> just, yeah, he's like, don't make don't me use my is... crystal head. Or, you know, the guy's like, oh. There's no way this society could actually survive, because anytime anyone gets mad, just they just kill each other. open the garage doors There's... in their minds. It's <laughs> all dead. Oh, boy. But go um, on to the, um, as far as, like, yeah, like, so the two... Um, Factions were yeah, at war, I'm just, just saying, like so, yeah, so. There's factions just there, like just like you know, it's a parallel. Exactly. There's the factions, but the so humans. So I guess what so, you're saying, so what, Dan, is we're a lot alike as much as we are different. It's strange, it's kind yeah. of amazing. Huh. I almost yeah, feel like you could apply that to like all facets of life. <laughs> no, don't. Let's not go too far. All right, it's just about the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I actually completely forgot about like the the second and third episodes where where there is this other scientist yes. who wants to keep all this information yeah, to and himself that's what I was... and and there's just, a lot there's just a yeah. lot of there's plot a lot points. that happens there's a lot going on there's, a, there's a, okay that's actually better there's a lot of plot points there's not a whole lot that happens <laughs> there's just right. a lot of plot points um yeah i'm trying that to think happens the... uh, i mean liz liz gets attacked at one point but yeah, she's fine. she she ends up getting oh. attacked Does she go to the barn is that where she gets attacked yeah 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 she got she gets attacked at the barn. um the sound effects of for everything, basically, but the sound effects of the of you the want that as a ringtone, don't you? <laughs> oh my god, was that the most annoying sound ever? And it just it would play for like a solid thirty seconds yeah, each yeah. time, and they'd have to shake right. their heads the whole time to like indicate uh, that they're doing he a did thing. Some of the best yeah. acting Pertwee when he was getting zapped by that thing, and he's just hanging in the bars. His eyes actually, and his cross? eyes are rolling. His, his eyes actually like crossed. <laughs> Right. As he slid down the, and you're not yeah, quite was... sure what it's doing. Like it's, it's scrambling. Is he dead? His... Yeah. Did he just kill the, the doctor? The other guy stuck no. in the cage with him. And then the, the, the whole, and then after all of that, then they release their prisoner with a uh, yeah, plague of some kind, this horrible disease. And then every, right. people are getting sick, that, and they have was, to come up. With, that yeah. was awesome. That part I thought was 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 really well done. I mean, they have the whole thing where. And yeah, then Liz, they, they Liz decide finds the cure, release bacteria. Right? That's yeah, yeah. Liz, well, no, the, the doctor, doctor finds the cure, but he gets yeah, abducted. I felt like she and he, finishes he didn't, his research, right? She she t- transcribed the gotcha. the formula, or whatever it was that needed to happen. But um, but the whole thing with just creating a bacterium that's going to go and get spread through the wider human population and wipe them all out, I thought was really cool. They got to do, I thought were pretty awesome 
remote shots in London of people getting sick. Yeah, <laughs> the acting yeah. was was kind of whatever, but but people dropping dead in the in the train stations, and you had the um, the undersecretary uh, Masters was his yeah. name. He he's a carrier, and he goes back, so he you know he's in London infecting people. I thought that that whole subplot. Which is kind of major in this, but in the scheme of things, just a subplot was was pretty cool. Yeah, again, all lots of really good ideas that could almost be their own story, all crammed into one epic, seven part epic. Just, just so long, yeah. such a long episode. I mean, it was honestly, it was it was only like three hours and a little bit if you put it all together, but it just it right. felt a lot longer than that. Overall, um. um I like this. I don't think it's any nearly as good as Spearhead from Space was, but still, no, still I don't think a, so either. You know, I, entertaining. Although I really, I, I liked seeing more of the relationship develop between the. Yeah, Doctor we're not going to get it. I don't think we cool. get any more Liz, because the next one we're doing. Oh, because we're skipping. The Autons, and I think that's after her. Yeah, I, she's only on one season, so it's too bad. Because I liked her yeah. a lot, or I like her a lot as a character too. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we had Zoe for a second, hot second for us. But I mean, she was in it for longer than we're going to review for now. Um, what I thought also was was good at the end. Uh, so the Doctor saves the day. They're going to have this nuclear meltdown that doesn't happen. He thwarts it. Um, he's the Doctor leaves with Liz. He's going to come back because they want to research everything about these this hibernation chamber and learn about these the Solarians while they're still asleep, so they can you know look at the science behind it. The Brigadier agrees, and as soon as they leave, yeah. obviously the Brigadier's not on board with this. They decide to blow it up, um, which was great because it looked like they just blew up an empty <laughs> field someplace. They was just they set off a firework in the middle of a big fallow field, and it was like, oh, I guess they blew it. Um, uh, but that definitely, I wonder, since we're not going to watch the the next immediate episode after this, uh, how that plays out the tension, because it's obviously going to create tension between the Brigadier Yes, and there's certainly a lot of tension already. Like, with the way that that the Brigadier's role in this is he is clearly in charge. The Doctor is making recommendations for this is how you should do it. And even at one point, the Doctor is like, you know, he's an idiot, you're an idiot, basically. But the Brigadier is not always following the Doctor. The Doctor is not the leader of, you know... Of Unit. Of Unit, yeah. He's he's seen as an employee of Unit and that he's, he's being kept on board at at, at the brigadier's whim. I think whim. We're, we're we're missing yeah. two storylines. So after Solarians you had Ambassadors of Death and then Inferno and that's the end of Liz. Um unfortunately. Oh. So I don't know what I don't yeah, actually it's... don't know what happens to her and I don't know how they leave it. Um but maybe when we're all And I don't yeah, want to when know. we're all done we can go back cuz I'm not gonna, I'm going to yep. reserve my opinion of the next companion until next week. Or uh, next episode. Oh, but I, yeah, I won't say nothing. Small detail. Small detail. Um, I don't like her. It's a new segment. (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, So, so there's just there's one moment of maybe incontinent. Incontinence. Not a word. Incontinence. When the doctor. There was one moment of incontinence. It's kind of a problem. It's got. It's kind of embarrassing. I I wear something and it's. (laughs) Were we still talking about doctor? Uh. (laughs) I gotta go. All right, but go on. Uh, um, uh, a potential continuity, continuity issue. Yes. That's what it is. Well, I don't, I don't know that it's an error because it's just mm-hmm. it's just strange. The doctor says that he's beginning to lose uh, confidence in himself for the first time in oh, his yeah. life, and this covers several thousand years. He says, 
oh. referring to his life. So he does say at one point that he's several thousand years Got old, you. or he implies that he's seven, several thousand years old. Um, I mean, I, I think this could be read several he's ways. Been one, for thousands. They right. they didn't right. So this over several thousands of years right. of time travel, like chronologically, uh, or more likely, they were just making shit up as they yeah. went along. It's probably, yeah, it's probably a little both. Probably little that column one. A, a little column B. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little both there. Uh, but I just thought that was interesting. So and, we, we they don't know how old he is either. Or he's right. or the third option is he's just trying to look really important and say, look how old I am. This is also, we should yeah. bring up the first uh, Barry Letts produced episode. Who uh, tell, tell me why that's significant. Na- you're going to see his name on the uh, a lot of great episodes. All of the, you know. The Tom Baker stuff, like he sort of ushers in this the era of Doctor Who that I always loved. That's what we're in now. Yep. There you no, go. Right. I got right. nothing else. I got we'll nothing else it. in this episode. No. Do you? No, for for an episode that lasted as long as it did, with as many plot points as it has happened, I think that pretty much covers yeah. all that you need to know. Would you? Would you say this is? A good. Episode? I would say this was. A, is this one that you would recommend to people to watch? Yeah, I would. I mean, even for all the re, like, there's certainly a lot of episodes I like better. Um, yeah, but as far as like a classic Doctor Who episode, I think it's good. Again, it's too long. Well, I mean, it's, one I mean, of the it, one of the reasons we're we're doing this in such a strange or seemingly strange order, we're not really necessarily going in any. Well, we're going in chronology, yeah. but we're we're missing a whole bunch. Is that we're kind of taking what we found have been some of the most popular episodes, according to super right. fans. Do you think this ranks so far in the pantheon of now? I super mean, episodes, or is it just kind of more important because right. of with that sort of setup? I would say you yeah. could probably skip this episode, but you yeah. know, this is going to be the one of the only Liz Shaw episodes that i've ever seen so um you know for that sense it's certainly yeah i mean interesting i might even say you know watch the first one to see the setup because it's pretty good uh skip ahead to maybe episode four or five because that's where they start doing this yeah, stuff but with nobody's the, gonna do that the back to nobody nobody that's listening know, i'm to just this saying like, you yeah, could you though could, you absolutely could like, you could skip because it's right. a bunch that skippable but you at least you get the, the really i think the relationships between the doctor liz and the brigadier yeah, are the parts that are actually really interesting so you could still get that and see the amazing Solarian acting and uh, costuming um, if you just skip as, a few as of the, characters the as uh, or or uh, monsters or whatever you want to call them. I love. I think yeah. they're great. I mean, the fact that they're underground, you know, they're here. This is their planet, not our planet. Like, yep. There's lots of really cool things with them as. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, so there's a race of people. They are great. You want to call them. Because they were brought back, you know. Obviously, people know that they were brought back in what the sixth yeah. I don't. I don't remember when. The new? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, maybe it was the fifth. It was a uh, uh, Matt Smith, uh, Amy, and Rory were traveling with him. Oh no, it must have been the fifth because the uh, the the crack in time in Amy's wall was still happening because Rory disappears at the end of that episode. Um, so they brought the Solarians back, and they even make reference to oh, these were an, an offshoot. Uh, Solarian. These were these were a separate faction of Solarians because because they're all destroyed. Before. You mean as far as the? No, I don't. I'm not. I think they're just. It's kind of like I hate to keep bringing it back to like Star don't Trek, but like uh, the original Star Trek episodes of uh, the Klingons were just guys in red makeup, uh, and then in the next generation, that's much more elaborate. And it's Worf says at the time when when he's asked about it, it's a it's a time in history we right. don't talk about. Uh, I think much like that. It was just like, oh, those Solorians you saw who look completely different than the awesome makeup that we have now. Yeah, there was just a different faction of, gotcha. of Solorians. 
Um, but they did bring that all back, and now you know Solorian is one of the main characters in the ongoing show. Which yeah, is I'm just cool. looking it up as you're talking. They also reappear mm-hmm. in uh, the episode Warriors of the Deep, season 21. Yeah, there, there's something in Sea Devils. Yeah, I, I saw up. that in Wikipedia. They're, kind of they're a, related. Or yeah, I, I didn't see the Sea yeah. Devils episode, and I think at one point that was on our list, but we cut it. Um, yeah, we might come back to that. I too, think they're but... the they're the Silurians of the sea, Dan. Yeah, oh, like tuna. So what do we got? We got next. Let's see. Today is the nineteenth for us, so this will go up on the twenty second. Yep, of April two thousand fifteen. To so our next episode, Dan. I I can't flip uh-huh. through my calendar. Tell me what's three weeks from the twenty second, math friend. Ugh, I don't know. Fan, this is really really good of podcasting. Calendars will be very happy um, to know. Hey Dan, we could. So in three weeks, we're going to have the next episodes. That looks like we're going to be on the thirteenth of May. Okay, thir- Couple days after Mother's Day. All right, so cool. 13th of May. Watch Doctor yep, Who with your mom. We're going to be doing Terror of the Autons, which is uh, one of my favorite episodes. Uh, it's going to be. Hmm. I don't know. Do you want to know anything about it right now? It's the first. I don't want to know a right, darn I think it's thing. It's the first appearance of someone special. So uh, that's all I'll tell you. Now, now, now you've piqued my interest. You did. So that's, that's next. Uh, if you're following along with us, so you should be watching those now, <clears throat> as good uh, listeners should. And that's about it. What else do we got? You got anything else coming coming up, Dan? No, nope, that's it. Uh, looking forward to the next one. All right, so you can uh, subscribe to our podcast. Like, do it on hey, iTunes. If you got it on iTunes, you do that. You leave us a rating if you want. You can follow me on Twitter at E Grissom. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan J. You can follow NJ. both of us uh, on Twitter at Dan and J. E-J-G-R-I-S-S-O-M. That may be a, that may be a spam, spam bot for, uh, for uh, penis uh, The old Doctor Who show.com is the website. You can see all the episodes and where they're available. Um, Hulu Plus is the best way to find yes. all of them. This one, oh, this one in particular is available on Hulu Plus, iTunes, and that's it. Did you just say yeah. that? Did so you, you just wanna, say that while I would... If you don't want to buy an episode... Okay. No, I didn't say iTunes. If you want to buy it, do it on iTunes. Yeah. But otherwise, subscribe to Hulu Plus. Um, and what else? Oh, and you can email us at... Oh, yeah. The old, the, the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. And uh, if you email us, guess what? If you email us, I'll send you a comic book. How's that? Oh, you should talk. I'm going to email you because I want a comic book. I should have thought that through. <laughs> yeah, you should have really thought <laughs> totally it through. messed that up. <laughs> All right, uh, friends, people. I think we're out. Thanks, super friends. Thanks, super friends. Love you. He means it.